we first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. Just black and white. We then went through the Mueller report. This is the truth. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later after lives were ruined, after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. This is Danny Land. It was all bullshit. Yes, it was, my friends. All right. Doing pretty good today, yeah. Feel like a new man. You ever felt a new man? Then you know exactly what I'm talking about, my friends. I'm Danny Chekolinski, and since we talked the last time, I have shaved my body with a manscaper that I purchased off Amazon. I bought it, uh... I bought it after a bottle of wine and I spent Valentine's Day night nude in front of my utility sink, shaving my morbidly obese body. It was a present to me, so if you don't like it, too bad. You gotta deal with it, alright? 90% of the world is stupid. Welcome, welcome, my friends, to the... To the 10%, I live in Willoughby, Ohio, 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland. I'm brilliant. I smoke cigars. I have social anxiety disorder, OCD, severe depression, general anxiety disorder. Oh, my goodness. We're uh, we're bipolar, uh, manic depressive. Other than that, I'm doing just fine uh, mentally here. We're going to talk to one of my high school friends about something I did when I was 15. Yeah, you're going to like this a lot. His name is Carl, one of my best friends. Uh, we got a porn star with Valentine's Day advice. An attorney that the fake news loved is now facing a lot of time in jail. A- Alec Baldwin. How about this asshat, huh? Alec Baldwin is comparing our president to Adolf Hitler, the CEO of a major airline. Have you seen the uh, video? The video with the uh, the the, the uh, guy that's uh, or the yeah the woman that reclines and the guy is smacking the back of the 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 seat and the window. The CEO, we're talking about an airplane seat, okay? The CEO of a major airline is saying people that they should ask permission to recline their seats a whole lot more. Now we're going to start with uh, with an email, all right? Uh, we need to start with, uh, we have a, yeah, we have an email thing right over here, yeah. Email's great way to stay in touch with one another. That's right. It's all right. Jump online and write to a friend. And stay in touch forever. It's online. All right, uh, emails. Best way to get a hold of me again, uh, Radio Danny on Facebook. On Facebook, it is Radio Danny. And it says, okay, this comes from April. What do you think of people that burn the flag? Do you think it should be illegal? That is a great question. Let me tell you that right now, okay? There's two answers. First of all, people that do that are complete shit. They are. But here's the thing. Here's the dilemma. They do have that right. They do have the right. It's the perfect irony. I mean, it's, it's the perfect definition, I should, say, I should say, of irony. People die for the flag. People die for the flag so that others have the right to burn the flag. That's freedom. That's our country. That's the foundation of the beliefs of our forefathers, and it makes it kind of strange, and that's when you gotta, that's why you got to deal with it. Like the uh, like the email again. It's Radio Danny on Facebook. Radio Danny on Facebook. Alec Baldwin is and always will be waste of space. I'm going to tell you this: if Alec Baldwin was set out to be recycled, the coyotes wouldn't even they wouldn't even <laughs> they wouldn't even eat him. All right, he's beyond garbage. He says things just to get noticed. He's very he you know. As much as he doesn't like Donald Trump, he's very similar to Donald Trump. Listen to this. Alec Baldwin compared President Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler in a lengthy Twitter rant about how the U.S. government is lawless. 
and a malignant dictatorship. It's official, the 61-year-old actor tweeted Wednesday to his millions of followers. The post was noted by Fox News in a piece published Thursday. The United States government is as lawless as the malignant dictatorships we've hated in our foreign policy right, since right, World right, right, War II. All right, I get it. I, I, you hate Trump. I understand. I get it, okay? Just, it all, and we say this all the time on the podcast. We say it all the time here on Danny Line, my friends. If you don't like the guy, you vote him out. Compare him to Hitler? Trump's never... Trump's never, like, uh, eliminated an entire race, okay? Trump has put people back to work. Trump has made your 401k blow up, all right? Our nation is back as a world power. Hitler killed 6 million Jews at the very least. Comparing Trump to Hitler? I mean, come on, Alec Baldwin. It doesn't make any sense. You want publicity? You got it. You're a jackass. Next. <clears throat> All right, let's stay with pieces of shit, okay? We're on a roll here. Again, if you're just tuning in, Danny Cheklinski, the name. What we do is Dandyland. Do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We start at the beginning of the week. Yeah, it may be President's Day, but how about this? I am president, and I am accounted for Disgraced lawyer Michael Avenatti found guilty of trying to extort money from Nike. He tried to get $25 million. You follow the news. You know what's going on here, okay? This is a slime ball that represented, uh, yeah, he represented uh, Stormy, uh, Stormy Daniels. People said he was going to run for president as a Democrat, too. When I'm talking about people, I'm talking about the fake news here, okay? And the liberal media just kissed his as he's Donald Trump's worst nightmare, Michael Avenatti. Joining us once again is Michael Avenatti. Let's bring in Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Thank you very much. He's out there saving the <laughs> Look, country. Don Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. You are something of a folk hero now. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. You have a lot to say. Oh, I uh, am just dying to hear what you think. These people all like you. I'm the only person right here Donald Trump fears more than Robert Miller. Right. We think right. you guys are the tip of the spear that's going to take down Donald Trump. Well, there's your hero, okay? Right there, right in front of you. Oh, I'm sorry he's not in front of you anymore because he's in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. <laughs> he's not going anywhere, okay? You're going to know where the guy's going to... Because he can't get out of jail. The guy is going to hang himself in six months with a, with a sheet. If you don't believe me, ask one of the Clintons. Let me change the nature of the podcast, okay? Here comes the positive feelings. Here's what matters in life. All right, here is what I do. I My friends, I observe things. I jot them down. I share them with you. I save you the time. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast. I pretty much watch the news, so... You don't have to. Something great is happening in our country. We're taking it back. That's what's going on, all right? We're patriots, and we can now put our hands on what we lost. And what was that? Well, you know exactly what it is. It's our freedom, and it's back. It feels wonderful. We can never lose it again. And people on Twitter, like my, my friend, Tony Paul, they sing about it. Listen to this right here. It's all about America, the red, white, and blue, and the ones who died for me and you. 
It's about time we come together Put America first, it's now or never Now's the time to take a stand If we wanna make America great again We got a president that will fight for us No matter the cost, he won't give up If this country that we live in Is still worth fighting for That's right Stand up and wave the American flag We should do it a whole lot more Tell you what, you know what? You say what you, say what you want about Mr. Trump, okay? Yeah, he's kind of an asshole and he tweets too much. They're kind of insensitive and he's pretty much like a... I guess he's like an, an, an Archie Bunker, if you will. He's Archie Bunker with a nice tie. But he's causing people to think in a different way and I think that's wonderful. It's great to take a country back. It really is. All right, I was a bad kid. It's true. Always getting into trouble. Only child, parents divorced at 13, mom worked full time. I just, <laughs> that's how bad this is. I'd sneak out of the house, I'd steal the car, you name it. It's pretty much uh, Satan's child. Lucifer, I always said I was a Lucifer with a pacifier. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the, the funny thing is that uh, it pretty much came full circle because now I'm paying for it because I stank right now and I'm pretty fat. So, look, we're going to go to my uh, Danny. We're going to the Danny Land Hotline. We're going to talk to my friend Carl, one of my best friends. We've known him since the eighth grade. We're going to talk about a story where I stole mom's car to help him out. And again, I don't remember any of this. I don't. Yeah. A uh, little backstory here. I was actually helping him out because he took, he, my friend Carl, took his own parents' car out. It's kind of complicated, so I'll let uh, I'll let Carl tell you the story here. All right, so that's kind of like the backstory, Carl. What exactly uh, what exactly happened now? So my parents were out of town, right? And I decided to take my mom's <laughs> old pillow out. How old? How, uh, during a during, during a snowstorm. Of course, a great decision. How old were we? We were about 15, 16, somewhere in there. <laughs> Did you have a license? Temp license only. Yeah, no license, temp license only. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I did get the car out and somehow got a hold of a bottle of wine, probably grabbed it from the parents' bar. And uh, As was you drinking should. that, feeling around in the development on, in, uh, with about a foot of snow. <laughs> and uh, was feeling around pretty at high speed, going going by the pool area there, went in a cul-de-sac and ended up uh, stuck in a snowbank. Just, so I got out of the car, ditched the bottle. And then uh, went to the neighbor's house, pounded on the door, and finally, <laughs> finally opened the door, wondering who the hell this kid was, and got him to call a tow truck. Waited in the car for probably half hour, and then the tow truck shows up, but the problem is there's a cop behind it. Of course. And tow truck pulls me out, cop's looking at me, he's writing, a, writing up a report, and he says, you know, how'd you manage to do this? I said, well, sir, I was uh, trying to turn around here, and... Uh, I was trying to turn around here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, somehow he let me go. I don't know if he knew no. what was going on or not. But They didn't care. <laughs> no. And then they proceeded to tow the car to the gas station up on the corner. When, when did you call me? Because you, you didn't call me when this was going on. You called me, what, the next day? No, or? I called you the next day because uh, my parents were coming home. Oh, and right. I had to have the car back or I was busted. <laughs> busted. <laughs> so you you had to drive with your mom's car, whoever you got a hold of a car, illegally <laughs> to pick me up. To I was, yeah, I was 15. I was fucking 15 yeah. at the time. Yeah. I don't, rem- I don't remember any of this. Yeah. 
So at the end of the story, I got the car back just in time. Parents came home. Didn't suspect anything. There's no damage. I don't know how there's no damage on that car. But have you have you ever told them what happened or no? I did just a few years ago, and they <laughs> they were like kind of dumbfounded. <laughs> was was like, that? Well, that's why we tried to get chaperones to watch you when, <laughs> whenever we went out. <laughs> oh God! What a great story! What a great story! All right. <laughs> I like doing stuff like that every now and then. We just go back into my audio vault, uh, audio vault rather of personal experiences, and we talk to my friends. My friends are they're kind of interesting. I think that they tell good uh, good stories. Thanks, girl. All right. So on Friday, Friday was Valentine's Day. Uh huh. I Ubered to the bar. I tell you what. One thing about Valentine's Day, you take a look at all the chicks, and you know that the. Uh, it's Valentine's Day night. They're not with anybody. So everybody in there is kind of batshit crazy. Nobody wanted them, and nobody wanted the guys either. So I'm not just doing this by gender. Uh, it was, it's, pretty much, it's pretty much the perfect storm. I was, uh, I was kind of tempted to stick around to the end to see Last Call and see who would procreate and ruin the next generation, all right? So then I, 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 turned, on the, uh, I turned on the freaking uh, TV, and I was drawn to the story of Kendra Lust, the legendary porn star. How about that? Talking about uh, what a what a man what a man wants. Now, first of all, if you um, if your name and your call to action and your brand name includes legendary porn star, I would also assume that your vagina looks like the inside of a plane hanger. Lots of room. Can bring in the jets, bring in the semis. Don't worry about it. Plenty of places to park. So let's listen to the words of wisdom from legendary porn star uh, Kendra Lust on, uh, on Valentine's Day. Ladies, uh, the guys are expecting uh, some favors in the bedroom while we are maybe thinking of a nice sexy night out. Hey everyone, I'm Kendra Lust and today is Valentine's Day. <laughs> a very important thing that a lot of men do not do is make a plan. You cannot prepare if you're not planning ahead of time. So you know it's coming up, it's February. Yeah. When you think of February, think of Valentine's Day. Have a plan. I don't care if it's something small or you know something extravagant. Yeah, okay, well, you want a plan, all right, Kendra? Well, here's my plan, all right? Uh, after 22 seconds of hearing your voice, I think I need to stick something in your mouth to stop you from speaking. Seriously, my God. So this uh, this dipshit in Michigan goes, follow me on this. Friends, follow me on this. This dipshit lady in Michigan goes into a bank wearing a mask because she doesn't want the coronavirus, the, the coronavirus rather, and she then gets confused when people freak out because she's in a bank, again, a bank with a, and you have to see the mask. The mask is like a giant, uh, it's like a, a, a face, like a teeth, and it's, it's just a bizarre. All I want to do is protect myself with a mask and I'm a criminal. Amanda Ullman is upset after what started as a normal errand to the bank ended with a visit from Dearborn police. Ullman says it's because the teller told her to take off this face mask and she refused. She jumps on the phone after she pushes this button, which I assume is the panic button. Yeah, I panic too. And I hear this giant locking sound. Ullman says she and her family are wearing masks as an extra precaution. She has a compromised immune system and gets sick easily. And I do every year. I do catch 
Unfortunately, if it's influenza A, B, strep throat, when I heard everything about the coronavirus, it scared me. In a statement, KeyBank says, we regret any inconvenience caused, but it's bank policy to request brief removal of anything blocking the face for the safety of our clients. Yeah, okay, but first of all, look here, the mask lady, mask lady in Michigan, stop being a freaking troublemaker, all right? Who, who goes into a bank anymore, huh? <laughs> what are you, 90 years old? You got a smartphone, you don't need to see a teller. If you have, and again, you're afraid of germs. I get it. That's what you're saying here. All right? Well, stay the fuck home. You don't want to get sick? Stay home. God. <laughs> Why do I have to think for everybody? You know, it's, it is absolutely exhausting being the brilliant person that I am. Let's end on the video that everybody is talking about. This is the guy at the back of the plane, all right? He's at the very last seat in the back of the plane, and he's punching the back of the woman's seat because she, you know, she reclined, right? And they asked, they being the stupid media, they asked the CEO of Delta's Air, uh, Delta Airlines, even though it wasn't a Delta flight that this happened on, they asked the CEO about this, about the, the they wanted to know about professional protocol, about reclining a seat on an airplane, and this is what the guy said. I, I think customers have the right to recline. Uh, we've been testing uh, reduced recline and, and seeing response on that. We actually have a fair amount of our fleet on a reduced recline reduced as a result of that. But I think the, the proper thing to do is if you're going to you're gonna recline into somebody that you ask if it's okay first and then you uh, do it. Ask? You gotta ask? Look, you, the airline, gave us the option of reclining the seat. I'm six foot two. I'm 275 pounds. It's not a real nice, it's not a picture, okay? And I'm going to recline. You know, if, if, by the way, at six foot two, 275 and 55 and pissed off like I am, if I'm going to, re- I'll sleep on the floor of the plane if I want to, okay? I'm tired of people telling me what to do. I dress, I dress pretty much like an idiot. I don't care what anybody thinks about me, and I'm not going to ask some kid with some, you know, some ear pods on behind me that's playing Dungeons and Draggers, Dragons on his iPad if I can fucking recline my seat. No, I'm going to do it. How fun was this? And we're just getting started for the week. Okay, here. Friends, I need a favor, okay? I need you to tell just one person about the podcast. Forward to them. Uh, We talk about this all the time, but really, without your help, the podcast doesn't grow, and it's growing at a very, very fast rate. I've started something that I pretty much can't finish, and that's uh, that's what I do all the time. So tweet it on Twitter, LinkedIn, um, whatever. Just, Just one person. That's it. Radio Danny on Facebook, Radio Danny on Facebook. That's the way to get a hold of me. And we will talk again on Wednesday. Thank you for your gift of time. Time is that one gift, my friends, that we give that we can't get back. It's the greatest gift of all. You have just experienced the truth. And I love all people, rich or poor, but In those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny.
Danny, he'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. 